0: Love Talk Radio. What's going on, Block Talk Radio Nation? It is Friday. You are tuned into another edition of Page One. I am Lavar in a cold and snowy Chicago environment where this morning we got a quick, I think, two inches of snow or three inches of like some lake effect snow. I have no idea. It's been snowing here all week. But at least my lovely co-host Mary, who was out in Vegas, can say that she did not get any. I didn't right? get any snow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky enough where you did not But uh, unfortunately, like some people After this show, we do not get a chance to Helicopter ride out to Castle Gandalf Did you see that? No, I didn't
1: see that I'm so glad that I didn't, though (laughs) That would probably make me very angry You know,
0: I saw that yesterday God bless the Pope Uh, You know, congrats on his retirement or post uh life as pope but it made me want to go it was almost like that whole entire thing would have been like a uh i guess a, a good trip to for a good um, video for why you would want to go to Italy <laughs> it is such a beautiful place and the pope he flew in his helicopter from that the Vatican Flew over, of course. Well, you know, he's not the
1: pope anymore, so that's not his helicopter.
0: Well, at the time he was still pope when he flew in that helicopter, <laughs> but flew over, you know, all the great sites that we see on newsreels or newsreels, or people still see newsreels, but on videos and on TV, um, you know, and flew to Castel Gandolfo, which is this huge, I think I heard 160 acre estate off mm-hmm. of the. Um, ocean or whatever it was but it's a huge beautiful place with scenery as far as the eye could see that's his retirement what's <laughs> your retirement
1: <laughs> right exactly it kind of makes me mad a little bit because he's not even retiring he's abdicating yeah <laughs> he said you know what I really don't like this job
0: well he felt it was, he was fun not... for
1: a little while but I you know I don't want to be the beacon. I don't want to be the leader of all these Catholics. Just yeah, I'm tired of it. Done. I'm going to go live in my castle now.
0: <laughs> so what? The there? rest of you, so you still suffer. I'm going to go <laughs> live in my, of my the castle. This is the arguments
1: now. about organized religion. It's like, dude, you wore gold, and then you're saying, be, um, give up your money and be and be and li- not live in poverty, but. Be in that kind of state where you, I, what am I, what's my wording? I've, I've lost the wording. But to be that way, yeah. you know, be charitable. But yet you're wearing gold and flying in helicopters and living in a hundred plus acre castle.
0: <laughs> after
1: saying, you know what, I don't like this job anymore. If I said I don't like this job anymore, I wouldn't be living in a castle.
0: I'm going to go live out the rest of my life in splendor while the rest of you still suffer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give up your castle,
1: dude. Sell it off. And go give some money to each of your Catholics. <laughs> I think there's like 60 million of them. Go for it.
0: Be sure you still give 10%. Yes. <laughs> 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 so we're along the way. <laughs>
1: this is why I'm going to hell. Um, anyway.
0: But anyway. Um. <laughs> It's the stuff that's off the cuff that usually is the good thing that you guys don't get every week. But um, as always, you can join us on the conversation on Twitter at News Comment BTR, or over at our main webpage at News Comment uh, BTR dot Wix dot com forward slash fan page. I had a couple of. Um, interesting stories this week one that i got from abc news and actually this week i normally what i do a little behind the scenes things for those of you that don't know uh normally what i do is that i i I wait until midweek to send what we're going to talk about to mary so that you know she has a short window to kind of think about it and then just come right out with it on friday so that you guys can hear the raw portion of it but this week i did something a little different i actually sent this to her on monday and i actually uh talked about this with you guys last week as a teaser right before the show went off the air the story got a little interesting uh, and, and i've talked with people all week about this and it was about a gentleman who was dubbed the internet casanova uh he's now facing charges for not just stealing women's hearts but also their money. Now, authorities alleged that a gentleman by the name of Ray Holy Cross, <laughs> see the irony on that one, who also went by the name Ray Cross and Ray Thompson, scammed and robbed more than 38 women in at least seven states. Now, uh, as of last week, he was going to be arraigned in the Indiana courtroom on one charge of theft, accused of stealing the camera of one Teresa Bridegroom. <laughs> There's another sense of irony. <laughs> Police say that he spent years logging on the dating websites to meet women before moving in with them and stealing from them. Now, she began dating Holy Cross in September. Police arrested him at the apartment they shared uh, last week after he, she discovered that he pawned her camera and she turned him in. Uh, he's also wanted an organ on two counts stemming from an identity theft charge. And the story kind of gets a little bit more uglier. uh. There were women that kind of came out and talked of their stories of meeting him, and uh, one woman said that she was smitten and the two quickly moved in together. Uh, This guy actually convinced her to sell her home and her car, and he promised to move to Chicago with her. Instead, he took this lady's laptop and iPhone and withdrew nearly $1,000 from her bank account and then vanished. And she said in an uh, interview that, quote, he made me feel like he was going to take care of me, and instead I was left with absolutely nothing. Uh, she later added that he was extremely charming and convincing. Looking back at herself, she felt foolish. Now, the ugly side to this, and there is a really more uglier side to this story, is that in August this lady filed a domestic abuse report against uh, him, telling police that he got physical when she confronted him about what she called his lies. She said that he got violent when her. And she would be concerned for others because of his uh, tendency to get violent when confronted. Now, many of the women who met this guy online told a similar story. Uh, They said that he's an online charmer who took off with their cash once they let him into their lives and homes. And they met him on this website called plentyoffish.com. And like I said, he was on a ton of others, but this story pretty much uh, bought out this one. And... um, They also learned of allegations about him from male victims who claimed he swindled them out of money and other possessions. Even his own brother refused to defend him. His brother said, quote, he digs holes, gets into lies, and it's just a nonstop thing. And that his heart went out to the victims, and if anyone has the opportunity to avoid his brother after seeing this, do so. Now, taking out of and I'm not... uh, uh, leasening the major parts of this, which was the abuse and the theft. But taking out of that those two things, this guy pretty much used his good looks and his charms to make his way into these people's lives. There's going to be a whole other different story that I'm pretty sure is going to come out of this that we're going to talk about today. But it brought to mind this question because I, you know, I know people – who sometimes use their good looks to get things from people. And we've seen it on television shows. We've seen it on different other shows where people use their assets or their good looks to get things out of people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So the question here, and I know it's an automatic no, but think about it for a second. (laughs) Is it okay for people, and it, it's not and not in a job in which you have to be a model or anything else, because I'm going to put that out there right away, because you're going to say, no, if he's a model, he has to. No. In regular life, if this wasn't a job, is it okay for people who are good-looking or who have assets that are desirable to use those to get what they want from other people? I give you the floor.
1: <laughs> I love how you set that up. Um <laughs> My answer is a little bit different than just a plain no. My (laughs) answer is every single person has an asset they can use to their advantage, and if they use that, if they know they can use that to their advantage and do so, I will not blame them.
0: However, (laughs) most (laughs) people
1: are smart enough to know that some assets be used to your advantage are frowned upon
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is my answer now thank you I, alex no, seriously I, it's i mean there are people that are good looking there are people that i <sighs> let's back this up i'm not going to say that i'm good looking you can argue with me later about it i don't even care
0: well no no I'm gonna stop you i right we're going to gonna let the use... audience know that she's lying to you because if you've seen her picture on Twitter, you know that she is a very good looking person. So take that for what she worth. Now go ahead with your story. <laughs> <laughs> not lying.
1: Okay. I told you camera angles. I'm like four hundred pounds and really a guy. <laughs> but anyway, funny. um <laughs> 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 anyway, I know that one of my assets is that I actually could tell like, I can read people pretty well. Not, like, great. I'm not going to say that I'm, like, the best person in the world and I can, like, use how you feel, but it, I I empathize well. Mm-hmm. We'll do it that way. I empathize well with most people. So I know how you feel, and I know how I would feel, and I can give you what you want, and that tends to get me what I want. Mm-hmm. Do I use that all the time? No. There are situations in which that is not appropriate. I'm not going to use my talent, for lack of a better term of that, <laughs> to empathize, to get what I want at, like, Target. <laughs> no. there, are just, there are just some things that you just don't do. I'm not going to go and be like the girl, the stranded motorist on the side of the road so that somebody gets me gas. I can do that on my own. But If that's going to get me a good job, heck, yeah, I'm going to be using that in the (laughs) interview.
0: Well, see, here's the thing, and that's exactly why I kind of phrased the question carefully, which I did, because a lot of people are going to ride the fence on this question, and I can understand why. Mm -hmm. And a part of me is going to agree with you and say, yeah, because, let's face it, in this world, looks do account for a lot of things. Specific assets account for a lot of things Because if it wasn't for those things Some people would not be in the good fortune Or position that they're in Mm -hmm. I will tell you right now If the Kardashian sisters did not Look the way that they looked They would not have a reality show they They would not have their own reality show Yeah, They would not have a reality show And they wouldn't be raking in millions of dollars a year And if it were not for some people In And I'm going to get in big trouble for this but if it were not for some people in the media who weren't already entrenched in the jobs that they were in, like if you haven't been there at least 30 years and have uh, gotten or paid your dues, nowadays it is mostly about looks. Who are most of the people who you see on newscasts, especially the younger group, they're all good-looking people who look like they could have been in a magazine somewhere. The people who don't have that look are on the radio. So it is, yes, and I understand it. And, like, when people go to a club or a bar, they tend to accentuate or put out their, you know, their look. It's it's kind of like a meat market. Why? Because they are looking for someone along the same lines or they're looking for something, you know, out of it, which I, I have no issue with. But I think, and I'm going to be picky here because now people are going to say, Lyle LeVar, you being picky, but when it comes to what this guy did, flat out blatantly steal from these people for the sense of that, and he used that to his advantage to steal, then I have a problem with it. Because at that point, you weren't really doing it to gain something. You were doing it to not only gain but to hurt because you right. know that it's the wrong thing. But exactly. like Exactly. And like I said, I understand because especially I can understand where you're coming from because it's like if you have it, hey, and if it's going to get you that job or if it's going to get you out of that ticket or if it's going to
1: See, that's the thing. I would never use it to get out of the ticket. That's the difference. I could probably use it to get out of like a speeding ticket or whatever, (laughs) but I wouldn't because I can't do that. Something in my brain goes, no, that's not right. And that's one of those situations where it's not right. I can't use what I have for my advantage. And like I said, every single person has something that will give them an advantage over everybody else uh, in some area. I'm not <laughs> saying that it's always looks. Sometimes it's smarts. Sometimes it's away with words. Sometimes it's being empathetic. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever.
0: Whatever the no, case I-
1: everybody has something.
0: No, I'm the exception They may rule. not. No,
1: it, <laughs> They may not use it, but everybody has something. The no. one thing is, though, it's with malice. I don't ever use mine with malice. Yeah, okay, so I'm using my, my talents or whatever, to get that job interview, or go on that job interview and kick some butt and get that job. I, met, I didn't use it to, in malice to knock those other people out of the way. Not my fault. I'm using my I'm interviewing for the same job you are. You should use your talents too. Not my fault. But I'm not going into their homes and talking them out of getting the job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going yeah. into the other people's homes and going, you shouldn't get the job because, yeah. well, I'm interviewing for it. So blah, 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 blah. And using my talents to somehow deceive them into saying, she's really the best for the job. I'm not doing that. So there's no malice in what I'm doing. And well, I can't use it in inappropriate situations.
0: I think i think the people well, I'm the exception to that rule. I have no skills whatsoever, no looks or look You at have a talent. Shush. <laughs> no. You have a talent
1: with words and putting people to sleep. I don't know.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's the only skill. That's old inside I joke. That's the it's only not skill. True, I have. but
1: it's an old inside joke. <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think people use for nap time? They use me. <laughs> right about now. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's one of those Yeah, I'm in agreement with you on this one because it's it's yeah, there are going to be specific things. This guy pretty much used it with an intent to hurt. And the thing is, is that you know, this is what gives some people, and this is what gives the whole you know online dating thing and the whole online thing such a black eye because there are a lot of people who are now just so um, turned off by it because people now have taken something that was supposed to be something to help people out. And has now turned into now you even have to be careful of the people who you meet through these things. And mm-hmm. but word to the wise for the people that fell into it, I, I know there Don't are Don't be, be embarrassed,
1: people, go get him.
0: Yes. And there are gonna be people out here who are going to not understand the whole thing of meeting people online or through social media. I know people like that who are like, Oh, how could you do that anyway? I couldn't do that, blah 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 blah, blah. But You know, for those who don't have a window to meet people, this is how we do it now. It's the 21st century. This is how we meet people. And, you know, you just have to be careful with who you allow into your life. And if they are looking to make things go pretty fast and they're asking you to give up a lot of stuff, it's usually a red light. That's all I got to say. It's just me.
1: PSA.
0: yeah. Check. The more you know. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> we have them one PSA a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Another story uh, that I saw this week was an interesting study. And it was 11 facts about attraction. Things that we did not know. And the funny thing is that when Mary and I have these conversations, sometimes the things that we've already kind of talked about comes up in these things. And I'm going to try and go through this really quickly, but it was 11 facts about attraction. One such fact was that your parents' ages influence it. According to to this article, it says, A person born to a couple in their 30s grows up to find older faces more attractive than does one with younger parents. This is from a university of St. Andrews uh, in Scotland. That is, that college-age women with, quote, older parents were likely to find wrinkled, weathered faces attractive for either a fling or a marriage. The same was found for young men when considering a woman for a long-term relationship. Uh, Take note that says only a man's mother's age, not his father's, influences attracting older women. Um, Another thing was that the eyes limbo ring, I didn't even know there was such a thing, falls into the category of something that's overlooked but not unseen. It's the dark circle around the iris that enhances the whiteness and brightness of the sclera. Am I, did I get that color? That would be the,
1: the eyeball, yeah, the sclera. Yeah,
0: the white of the eyes. Researchers at the University of California at Irvine asked people to rate sets of faces that were identical except for the eyes. One had dark and distinct limbo rings and the other had none. The outcome, whether male or female, the faces with prominent lim, limbo rings were considered more attractive. The likely reason is that a dark, well-defined ring is a sing, uh, signal of youth and health, uh, qualities that people seek in mates. It's thickest and most prominent through the early 20s and fades, often becoming non-existent with age and medical conditions. Now, so far, have you seen these two things? Have any of those things brought about attraction to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> sure i don't know those are things that i'm like think about that if you dated somebody who you know pretty much at this point if your parents were older when they you know or you know when they had you
1: that actually makes some sense i mean if you think about it from a young age you're looking at an older face if you think about it i mean what kind of faces are you looking at through your youth i mean (laughs) other than siblings which you're not looking at that. You look at the the romantic pairing in your life or your parents. Okay. And That's if a... your parents are older, as you're getting up into the figuring out, oh wait, the other the opposite sex is kind of attractive, or the same sex is kind of attractive, or whatever the case may be. When you get to that point in your life, you're looking at your parents as the guidepost. So that makes sense. I mean, if they're older, that's your guidepost. You look at them and you go, ooh, you know, da, blah, 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 blah. That makes sense.
0: All right. Well, i got a few more here. It says women use pick-up lines too. It says women are, women are pickier than men, right? Not true. It says a speed dating study at Northwestern University. When men remained seated and women rotated around the room, approaching a new man at every table, the women acted more like guys. That is, they appear to have lower standards. Regardless of gender, whoever makes the first move is less picky than the people they target. Uh, <laughs> and if we invest in effort, we're more into people we hit on than we'd be if they approached us first, which actually I think makes sense because for some women, they sit there and they want to – I'm going to get in so much trouble, but I'm going to be careful with this –
1: you could get women in trouble. Don't, I
0: don't care. You know, you're yeah. not in trouble with me. Okay, seventy. Let's admit to this: a high percentage of the time, the woman is not going to make the first move. They would rather probably. Well, I'm not. I'm taking you out of the equation because I know you're a little bit different than most of the people out here. But Slightly. women are not going to make the first move. They would rather see which guy is probably going to hit on them first. But then at that point, they have the option to either yay or nay it. And for guys, I think it comes to that thing, and especially for those guys who probably know that they have their pick of the litter, they're going to wait for women to come to them first to see if they make a move on them so that they can have the control of the situation and whether they could yay or nay it. But I think when people, the ones making that move, you know, it shows to me that they are a lot more open in regards to who they like, if that kind of makes sense. Okay. Kind of like the study. I don't know. What did you think about that?
1: <laughs> uh, sure. I'm
0: thinking about 40 seconds.
1: <laughs> I just, I'm going to giggle about that. Go for it. Go All
0: ahead. Right, we're too fast. Sure. Uh, <laughs> something for another day. Uh, then it had something uh, about love or something in the air. It says when women breathe in, and I'm not even, I know I'm not going to get this right. Our scientist friends will probably uh, call Strange. me, but it says, Androstadenone, it's an offering odorless testosterone uh, derivative in male sweat that gives men a higher attractiveness ratings than they would otherwise. Uh, after about 15 minutes of exposure, the chemical makes a woman subtly more att- attentive, aroused, and even happier, with effects continuing for up to an hour. Uh, it says that hunger affects your preferences. It says, how curvy a man prefers his date to be may depend on his situation at any given moment. Uh, In one study, the duo stopped men at a campus dining hall and asked them to rate the body shapes of several dozen women. While all guys preferred figures that represented normal weight, hungry men were more attracted to women on the heavier side of the range than those who had already eaten. Uh, The same thing happened in a follow-up study when guys were in a stressful situation. Uh, I also said that your body said something irresistible in an hour at a single's bar average looking women could be approached by up to four men uh according to a study at the University of missouri um, making more than uh thirty five body language gestures smiles with eyebrows raised uh short darting glances etc uh a a woman's body language expresses some interest uh that men feel comfortable making a move. Um, wearing red was another one. The right perfume was another one. Uh, garlic. Garlic may make you smell more attractive. That, according to researchers in the Czech Republic. I laughed. And then, of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that the pill itself can also lead to unintended romantic quandaries. Uh, women who were on oral contraceptives when they met their partners were years later likelier than non-users to be turned off, sexually dissatisfied, and eager to fantasize about an affair. And and the pitch of a woman's really? voice, yeah, the pitch of a woman's voice increases a notch uh, when she's flirting, which is interesting. So a lot of different things that were in that study that were pretty interesting on that. But did you see anything out of that that you just said? I did not know that. Or
1: I laughed at the garlic thing. The garlic thing, I I laughed so hard about that. Um, the perfume made sense. I mean, most of it makes sense. Even the wearing red makes sense. The hungry, the hungry one was funny too. That guy's like curvier, so I should go like right before dinner, and hit on men <laughs> since I'm curvier <laughs> and on the heavier end of the scale. But oh, <laughs> I said heavier end of the scale. I didn't say I was fat. I said I was on the heavier end of the scale. I hey, think come on now. I'm not like a spring chicken. I ain't meat. I got meat on my bones. Thank you very much. I'm squishy and and a very good hugger because I'm squishy.
0: I right have beer? a feeling if you, I have a feeling if you went at any time of the day, it would be fine. <laughs> uh, one quick story I want to get in: Researchers at uh, Granada University in Spain have found that beer can help the body rehydrate better after a workout than water or Gatorade. Uh, they claim the carbonation in beer helps to quench the thirst, and its carbohydrate content can help replace lost calories. Uh, the study involved a group of students who were asked to work out until their body temperature reached 104. They then gave beer to half of the students and water to the other half. That would suck if you got the water. Um, the Only hydration... if you knew
1: that there was beer on the other side of the wall.
0: Yeah, I know. Hydration affected those who drank beer was slightly better. And um, your thoughts on that one? Are you thinking about drinking <laughs> beer after that?
1: I I I know plenty of people that like the beer workout. what- tw- <laughs> 12 ounces in time. Get some strong biceps. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's my weightlifting regimen right there.
0: That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a study. It's I, fact. I
1: have all hilarious.
0: <laughs>
1: I I want to know who funds these research projects because I have a few ridiculous ones I want to test out.
0: Any particular you care to share?
1: <laughs> We've <laughs> already shared a few <laughs> between you and I. <laughs>
0: Well, the clock on the wall has told us we're quickly running out of time. So uh, in less than 90 seconds, any shout-outs this week?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Man.
0: No. I had to think about that one. Okay. okay. Yeah,
1: I did. I had to think about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Today. No particular shout-outs on this end, but I do want to shout-out for all of our listeners who uh, listen in every week. And um, also, I am now – I'm going to tempt the waters here. I'm actually over at Google+. Plus, um, uh trying it out. We'll see how this works. So if you're on Google+, Plus, you can catch me over there, but most of the time you know I'm over on Twitter at NewscommentVTR. So <laughs> we gave it a try. We worked it. So.
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying it. We're trying to be a lot more, you know, we're trying to reach the boundaries here in social media. So, hey, if it's out there, we're going to reach it.
1: At some point, <laughs> he's going to be on Pinterest.
0: I doubt that. No, no, no thanks. Post a picture? No, you know I'm not like a picture. <laughs> so that's the one place I probably won't be your Instagram. But <laughs> Locking the wall is telling us we're out of time. So for Mary Ablovar, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week on page one. Peace.